Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. You're going to take it to Green Bay in about two minutes. First, though, let me kind of lay out for you some thoughts here on John Rahm and on the L.A. Clippers. You're like, what? Things that you didn't think you'd be talking about here today? Um, yeah, John Rahm was going to win or leading the Memorial Memorial Big Tournament, Muirfield Village in Ohio. It's, it's Jack's tournament. And... Um, he popped positive for, for, for COVID and he had to withdraw from, from the field. And everyone's talking about like, just, I cannot believe the PGA tour of America. What are they doing? You know, this is ridiculous. Fauci's to blame for all this. Look, do I think he clearly could have played and could they use social distancing and could we have found a way? Of course we could have. I, I think all that is it's, it's reasonable to say the PGA of America could have figured out, like, hey, can we still keep doing this? Like, not to get in the guy guy's pocket, but he's about to win a golf tournament. And he couldn't he could stay six feet or ten feet or fifteen feet from anybody else if you wanted him to do so. Very reasonable. But the bigger issue to me is that John Rahm done this to himself. Right? Everybody wants personal freedom, but they won't have personal accountability. Have you ever noticed that? You, you get that from people now who don't want to, it's my body and I don't want to take a shot. Did you get the polio vaccine? Well, yeah, but I was a baby and I, did you get it? Yes. Did you get the MMR? Yes, but that was not, there's no difference here. Right? There's no difference here. So, and okay, if you don't want to get a shot, say you're John Romney, you obviously didn't get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the shot, it's okay. I mean, I, I don't think it is. If your doctor says you're healthy enough, you should get it. But oh, okay, you don't want to. 
But you, you had to know you were going to play in a golf tournament. You had to know that in traveling to it, there's all these times in which you couldn't, and you had close contact. You had to know there was a chance you would get it. And this is what happens when you get it. Had he simply gotten the shot, or shots, depending on which one he gets, I got the, I got the one and done with the Johnson Johnson, none of this would have been an issue. But it is, and here we are. Everybody wants, says they want personal freedom. Nobody actually wants personal accountability. Then you get the Clippers, who were down two games to none, down 19 midway through the first quarter of game three, come back, win in game seven, and in the second half, it wasn't terribly close. To me, it's a victory for Ty Lue, who made some incredible adjustments. It's a victory for this roster that found a way to see its own death and didn't flinch at all. And it's a win for Ka- Kawhi Leonard, who over the last couple of games has remembered he can be one of the greatest, if not the best player on the planet. We do have some football stuff. The Green Bay Packers are going to have mandatory, um, mandatory minicamp tomorrow. There's a lot of questions as to whether or not Aaron Rodgers will be there. Most report that he will not. Pete Doherty joins us in the Green Bay Post-Gazette, uh, Press-Gazette, excuse me, and USA Today Network, Wisconsin. Pete, likely that Aaron Rodgers shows tomorrow. I would think really low. I mean, it would go against, you know, not showing. If you're going to show for that, you know, why not show for the OTAs also or for at least some of them? I mean, that cost him 500000 in a roster, in a uh, workout bonus. And skipping minicamp will only cost him ninety, And the Packers can waive that fine, which I'm kind of assuming they, I would guess they probably would uh, if he ends up coming back. So, um, I would bet against it. You never know. Maybe they've worked out something. Maybe he's, you know, they've worked out a new deal in the last day or two and he's, and he is going to be back, but, uh, and come to the mini camp, but I'd, I'd bet against it pretty strongly. Um, once you get to the regular training camp, that's when we really find out, right? Yeah. I think the reporting date is the 27th. They haven't worked out the ramp, the ramp up period and all that stuff yet, but basically, with training camp, that's when he starts getting hit with $50,000 a day fines um, each day that he misses. And he'll, I mean, the, the assumption is they'll get something work out. He'll be there. What, what was, what, what was, first, what's your opinion of Mark Murphy's, Mark Murphy's statement and uh, uh, of the, he's divided half the fan base and I, I've, I'd like both sides to, both sides to not make public comments, essentially. What, what's your take on his his statement? You know, I read the statement, and I even just, before coming on here, just read it again because I've seen on Twitter and also just online, you know, on various news sites. I interpret it differently than a lot of the interpretations I've seen. I The, the wording he used just says this thing has divided the Packer fan base and my emails show it, which told me that he's getting emails ripping him and Gutekunst and he's getting emails ripping Rogers. That's all that said to me. I didn't feel like it was a shot across the bow or anything like that. Um, I think he was just acknowledging the reality because my, my emails and Twitter responses would, would say the same thing that it's fans are really divided on this um, on who they think is more in the wrong. So I didn't take it as a shot across the bow. And I think he was saying, you know, definitely from their side, that's the uh, impression I've gotten is, you know, they think as of right now, the less they stay, the better. They just don't want to inflame things. So I didn't take it as this, you know, big statement to Rogers. And maybe I'm being naive, but I just, I just read it through again. I mean, I, I didn't go through it like it's the dead sea scrolls or anything like that, but it, that's how I saw it was. He's just, uh, acknowledging that the fan base is divided on this and some people are mad at him and Gutekunst and, and others are mad at Rogers. Um, should they be mad at Brian? You know, outsiders take is the roster is good enough to get to two straight ends to NFC championship games. Last year's roster was better than the year before this coming year's roster on paper should be better than the two previous rosters. Uh, do, do people have a right to be upset at the front office? The the one thing I not as far as personnel moves and thing go things go. I mean teams all, all teams miss on draft picks, all teams make mistakes, but this notion that they don't have you know that they haven't helped Rodgers, 
just because they haven't drafted a boatload of receivers doesn't mean they haven't helped the quarterback. They signed Bakhtiari. He's the best left tackle. He's the highest paid. They've got two really good running backs, uh, talented running backs, because they drafted Dylan in the second round last year. They've got a good receiving tight end. Devontae Adams is a top three or four receiver. Um, so they got, you know, a lot going for them. They've helped Rodgers in a lot of ways. They just haven't drafted a million receivers. Uh, the one thing that he's that Gutekunst definitely botched was the communication with Rodgers, and not just at the draft a year ago when they picked Love, but in leading up in the year before that, just not fostering the kind of relationship where that would have felt like a natural thing to do. I think that's something you have to do with these quarterbacks today. It's just a different world than it was a decade ago or 15 years ago. Um, other than that, though, no, I don't think he's made – any huge gaffes that, you know, other good GMs haven't made. And like you said, I mean, they, you know, they were a really good team last year and their roster on paper, I would say, you know, with Rogers as their quarterback, I don't know. I think their chances are as good as anybody's, you know, maybe Kansas City's because of Mahomes are, you know, going into any given season are a little better, but um, I would think the Packers chances are, you know, just as good as anybody else's. Uh, what, what's the reports on Jordan Love and how he looked in that uh, in that camp with with none of his star wide receivers? Yeah, I was there. I went last week uh, one day, and um, you know, it's just they're, they're not doing all that much. The eleven on eleven stuff in previous uh, OTAs would be full speed. The eleven on eleven stuff they did here, it wasn't jog through, but it wasn't that much faster than jog through. I would say it was half speed or a hair more than that at most. Um, and when they did seven on seven, there's no pass rush. So, you know, he doesn't have to worry about getting pressured and he's throwing a lot of check downs. Um, I really still haven't seen him air out many throws, even going back to camp last year, you know, like the deep outs or anything. So that's still a real big question mark to me. Uh, LaFleur said he's seen, it looks to him like love is throwing the ball better that he worked on his fundamentals in the off season. It's coming off his hand better. And maybe you need to be right there on the field, standing next to him to see that. Because you know, watching from the sidelines uh, for the for the OTA practice last week, I can't say I saw it. So I, I guess training camp, but we probably won't know till uh, till training camp and things are going full speed with guys in pads to get a lot better feel for where love is. Pete, great stuff, man. Going to be a really interesting couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. We'll see. In the meantime, we'll read your work and hopefully have you on again. Thanks so much. I look forward to it, Doug. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. All right. Uh, Pete Darty joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six-blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. TJ Hushmanzada will join us. We'll get his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Plus, we'll get his thoughts on his beloved Lakers and his hated hated Clippers. Speaking of the Clippers, when the series was lost for the Mavericks, that's upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we, gotta, we still have a bunch to get to. I got to give you my picks on... On uh, today's games, those are interesting, right? Th- those are those are super interesting. Uh, oh, it's a good little. Uh, this is a good little Marvin Hagler. Both Klitschko brothers didn't embarrass themselves in this way. The Klitschkos, one of them was a heavyweight champion for like a decade, and nobody knew. Like really, Klitschko is. Do you know who the current heavyweight champion in the world is? Here, here's the, here's the current, um, here's the current boxing dilemma right like the heavyweight championship of the world is supposed to be supposed to be the absolute pinnacle of the sport right supposed to be the absolute pinnacle do you and the heavyweight was always the biggest the baddest the best right do you have any idea let me ask you um lee do you know who the heavyweight champion of the world is I would probably have said something like Tyson Fury, knowing that's the wrong answer. Okay. Ramos, what do you want to say? Do you want to get in on this? I can say, uh, did you say Klitschko? I, that, that I wouldn't know, but that's a name that pops into my head. So, the Russian guy. The... He, wa- he, he was. Okay. Do, do we remember Tyson Fury and what he did uh, last time out? <clears throat> that name yeah. sounds familiar to me, but I, I don't know what he did. I assume he won by what you're saying. Buyer, do you want to get on this? Who's the current heavyweight champion? <laughs> uh, is Deontay Wilder? Uh, no, Deontay Wilder got knocked out by Tyson Fury. Oh, right, and they have a rematch coming up. It's it's their third fight, but I don't know if if Anthony Joshua is also now is Anthony Joshua also does he also have a belt? I don't know. I I, I seriously would, that's yeah. that's the prop that's the problem with. With 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 boxing, is that no one know, like who is the who's the champion in the NFL? Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who's the champion of baseball? The L.A. Dodgers. Now, I understand it's uh, it's um, it's it's weight class, right? But you know, there's there, there's different weight classes. But if you just you know look at boxing list and you try, so Tyson Fury. Uh, holds the WBC, but Anthony Joshua has the WIB, uh, the WBA, the IBF, and the WBO. Uh, and by the way, so Trevor Bryan is the WBA regular heavyweight champion, and Dylan White is the WBC interim heavyweight champion. Like, who knew? Who knew? But yeah, the Klitschko's, one of them was a champion for a long time, and it was like nobody even knew. Nobody even knew. Let's get to Dan Beyer and figure out what else is going on. DB, what do you got? John Ramos is the BO uh, champion of the uh, Doug Gottlieb show. Best body odor for John Ramos. Always smelling good. Citrus today, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, We've got some hoops tonight. One game in Brooklyn, the other in Phoenix. It's game two between the Bucks and Nets. That's at 730 Eastern time. Nets up 1-0. And then game one of the Western Conference semifinal series between the Nuggets and Suns gets underway at 10 o'clock Eastern time. That is in Phoenix. Mavericks forward Luka Doncic asked today if he'll sign a Supermax extension with the team this offseason. Responded, quote, I think you know the answer, end quote, doing so with a smile on his face. Kristaps Porzingis of the Mavericks was asked how he fits in with the team moving forward. How do I feel? I feel, I mean, I'm good. I, 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 I try to put in the work, try to work hard, 
uh, do my part, uh, listen to the coaches, uh, what what I'm being, what I'm asked for to do, and and that's it. I, I try to keep it simple for myself, so I'm not overthinking things, and and uh, and I try to focus on what I can control, and and that's being a better basketball player, going into the off season hungry, uh, wanting to get better physically uh, on the basketball court, and I'm going to put that work in to, to get better, and then the rest of the stuff will will, will uh, resolve itself. So I, I try to focus on, on what I can control. And that was Porzingis with the lengthy answer there. Some news from the NFL. Buccaneers gave in coach Bruce Arians a pay raise and GM Jason Light a new contract. That's according to the NFL Network. After their Super Bowl victory, running back Gus Edwards gets a two-year extension from the Ravens worth $10 million. Ravens sent former Broncos tackle Juwan James to a deal less than a month after he suffered a season-ending Achilles injury. We'll have more news on James and what that means for his former employer, the Denver Broncos, coming up in the press. At the French Open, Novak Djokovic, a winner today. Needed to go to five sets, lost the first two, and then in the fifth set, his opponent, Lorenzo Massetti, had to retire. So Djokovic is onto the quarters, as his third seed, Rafael Nadal, who, no surprise, needed straight sets to advance. And 24th seeded American Coco Goff is in the quarterfinals on the women's side. Doug, back to you. Thank you, Dan. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it got really, really quiet with Laker fans. Laker fans were huffing about. Remember when LeBron was backing down Jay Crowder and Andre Drummond was Im- imitating him? Remember that? Yeah, it was a little early in the series for that. Lakers got some injuries and ended up getting beat. And, uh, and you know, it's funny. Last night, so I, I coach uh, teams 11 to 14. And our 13U team played in the semifinals of a tournament called the Cavs tournament. It's a good, good tournament. Always it's in uh, the tournaments in garden Grove, California, in a place called the map. And on Saturday you have pool play and we beat a team that was like our nemesis called the Cali rebels and a good program. They combined a couple of teams and they get after you defensively and, you know, they get into really into the game and the parents get really in the game and Saturday we beat them and it was a good feeling for our kids. So Sunday we play him again and it's the semifinals. And um, uh, we had already played, I guess, two games. So it was our third game in probably five hours. So the kids are pretty, and I only had seven yesterday. So they're pretty fried. And um, so we, we keep them at arm's distance most of the game. We're up about nine or ten and they're getting really, things are getting really physical and a little bit chippy. And one of the kids on their team is is trying to trash talk a couple of my kids. And I have another kid who's trying to defend his teammate. And we separate him. And I told my kids, I said, listen, fellas, this is the way basketball works. You try and get in somebody's head. You try and intimidate them. That's what they're trying to do to you. And if that doesn't work, they try and fight you. And if you... If, if those are the things you do when you can't beat somebody straight up in basketball, when you don't have as much basketball skill, when you just, you, you can't do it. That's where we are. And I mean, it ended up being kind of a mess. The other coach lost his cool. Some of the kids lost their cool. And I think we won by either nine or 11, but that was because they called it with a minute left and we had like six free throws coming and the ball with a T, you know, whatever. But I was really proud of my group for maintaining their composure. But I told them, I said, look, if you look at the Lakers series, same thing happened there. When teams get beat and they can't beat you, they're going to try and fight you. Which is what TJ Hushmanzada is going to try to do to me because he's a Laker guy through and through. Um, and he's a little bit bitter that his Lakers lost. And every Laker guy laughs at the Clippers. And now the Clippers are still playing, although they're at their nemesis point, which is the second round of the playoffs. TJ, how are you? Wow, that you set all that up to say I'm, <laughs> that was pretty good, Doug. I'm good. How are you? Oh, good, man. It was so it was fun to coach these kids. They end up we got to go to overtime to win a championship. They played four games. They were so I can't imagine how tired those kids. Like I'm tired coaching them. They had to be so tired today, but they they they, they it was pretty awesome. There's nothing like it, man. When you coach kids and you lose to a team and they think they can intimidate you and to come back and beat them, man, it's nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. Correct. 
Correct. The, it's the it's it's the absolute best. And when you do it with a group of guys, they've been playing together for a while now. It's, it makes it even even sweeter. Um, I want to get to football in a second, but you are a hardcore Laker guy. How much of this blame does LeBron deserve? Oh, when, when you're the best player, when you get all the credit, you have to take some of the blame. That's just the reality of it. But everybody knew without AD, and I, I've never, and correct me if I'm wrong, I've never seen a collection of role players play so bad. Like, they could not make a shot. And that was a telling point, at least for me, that they really didn't have a chance, man. Like they could not, they didn't adjust till the second half of game six when he started playing LeBron at center. But that was when I thought they adjusted. But before that, they clogged the paint, shoot a jump shot, they couldn't make it. So, of course, LeBron has to take some of the blame because when they win, he gets all the credit. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think, you know, one, it's father time catching up with him a little bit. But two, you know, no one's – very few teams are winning when their star or co-star isn't playing. Just not happening, right? You, you want to you pick out the series – and by the way, in this case, Phoenix is pretty good. It's not like they were the two seed playing against the seven seed and they didn't have Anthony Davis. Uh, granted, the Lakers would have been higher than a seven seed had they not gotten hurt. But I, I mean, I, I would chalk that much that one as much, if not more, to injuries than anything else. And I, I said this to someone the other day. The Lakers were the seven seed. If you take Devin Booker or DeAndre Ayton out of that Phoenix lineup, do they beat the Lakers? I probably go seven. You take Paul George or Kawhi off the Clippers. I mean, it's a different series. I would say that about Dallas, but man, Luka is so phenomenal that you take whomever off that team, as long as he's in the lineup, they, they still have a chance. Uh, speaking of the Clippers, did you think they were done? I truly did, and I wanted them to be done. But the Clippers are good. And with the, What did I just talk about with the Lakers? The Clippers' role players stepped up. Marcus Morris stepped up. Reggie Jackson stepped up. Those two guys made big three after big three, and that's what you have to have. If you're going to win a championship, your role players have to play well when you need them, and they hit timely threes consistently. Yeah, no, they were – I thought Ty Lue made some great adjustments as well, right? Like using Trey Mann as like a, straight, a small ball five. You know, he ditched Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly didn't even take off his sweats. Like, those are some hard decisions you got to make, and he made them. He pushed the right buttons. He did an excellent job. He he earned his money. It wasn't looking good, though, was it? No. <laughs> it wasn't looking good when they were down. It's like, oh, here we go again. But he earned his money, and kudos to him. They found a way to get it done when me amongst everyone, oh, they're done. I counted them out, and I was guilty of that as well. And they just played well, man. You, you got to give them their credit, but Kawhi Leonard was phenomenal. He doesn't talk much, but his game speaks volumes. Game six and seven, he was out of this world, and that's why they're playing the Utah Jazz. No question about it. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports. All right, let's get to football. You are a wide receiver savant. Um, Julio Jones, what, what, are, what are reasonable expectations for him at this stage in his career coming off an injury-plagued year? If he's healthy, wow. That, that's the key with Julio is he's just been he's been beat up lately. We, we all know that he, he's been hurt. But if Julio is healthy, the sky's the limit. If, if he can play 16 games, him, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry, what are you going to do? You just hope the coach doesn't get too, too pass happy and kind of get away from what they are because they have all these weapons. That, to me, would probably be the biggest key is not to try to do too much because now you have multiple cars, but you really only can drive one at a time. Just just be smart with what they're doing. Uh, okay. But but they lo- losing Janu Smith and, re- and, re- and, re- uh, and replacing – losing Janu and then replacing him with Julio Jones, like that was a big part of what they did. Right? Play action and then hit tight end, play action, and then you have you know, elite, talented wide receiver. How much does it change now that you have two talented wide receivers, but you don't have the same talent at tight end? I think they'll evolve into very similar to what they were doing, Doug, 
but it will be also different, meaning they can do the same thing. Now it's just three wides instead of a double tight end set, and you're pretty much going to get the same type of look defensively, and it will make it a little easier, though. When you have three wides, it's pretty easy for the quarterback to see uh, single high or two high. And so we'll make the reads a little easier, but these coaches are smart, man. You can you can pretty much do the same thing, just a different way. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Mark Murphy came out and he answered an email on Packers.com and he said, look, it, Aaron, this, this thing has divided our fan base. Is, is Did he say anything wrong in saying that? No. I mean, when you have a player of Aaron Rodgers' caliber, that's going to happen. You're going to have people that agree with him that are on his side. And you're going to have the diehard Green Bay Packers fan. Like, I don't care who this is. I don't care who you are. I'm rolling with my team. And he's 100% correct in what he said. It's divided the fan base. And if you feel that way, rectify it. Figure out a solution and make sure both parties are happy. Whatever that solution is, I don't know. But they can figure it out if they want to. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Which is the other part that he said is, you know, we we want to figure it out. We want to make it work. How do you make it work? I mean, for me, I, I would go. You just got to see and say, okay, Aaron, what what do you want? Well, what do you want? If you if you really want to go, the the problem is the draft is passed. So who's going to give up? Draft they'll, give, they'll, they'll give up draft but, capital, but it's not it's right. not as valuable. It's not as valuable, and so do you. Do you you have to keep them right now if you're the Packers? You, you, it's too late. You have to keep them. There, there's no point in you getting rid of them now. There's really no point to get rid of them now. So the point, you trade him midway through the season or next off season, and that to me is the only way both parties walk away and say. Ah, okay, I feel good about what we've done. If not, it's a cluster. You know what? Like, how do you think Jordan Love feels? Damn, was Aaron Rodgers really genuine with me? Like, you just don't know. When when A-Rod comes back, it's going to be a problem. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, no question. It's going to be – there's going to be some issues there. But, of course, you start playing games, you start winning games, and – it doesn't, in fact, matter. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so with that in mind, let's let's pepper a little bit around the league. If you were San Francisco, how would you handle your quarterback situation? I would personally want to start Garoppolo out the gate. I mean, you, you got to look. Trey Lance didn't have a lot of starts. He didn't play at a high level, and, and so you don't want to put him in that situation now. If he lights it up in OTAs and training camp and he's just doing really well, you have a shorter lease for Jimmy G. But regardless, Jimmy G has to be opening day starter. And if Trey Lance can develop and advance his game from a mental perspective, it gives you something to think about. But an ideal situation, Jimmy G plays well, they have a good year, and see if they can trade him when the season ends and move on to Trey Lance if he develops throughout his rookie year. I was uh, I was watching Chad Johnson box, and I wondered what he, you guys have been boys for a long time, junior college teammates, college teammates, NFL teammates. How'd your boy do in the ring? I thought he did well, man. I talked to him yesterday, probably talked to him a couple times. Talked to him yesterday morning, and I talked to him literally just before he was walking to the ring, and just like, hey, Chad, man, be smart, use your legs, get him angled. Don't take chances unless you feel like you can knock him out. And so uh, I felt he got a little comfortable in the third round. Did he get dropped? Yeah, he got dropped. But like a true champ, it ain't about how many times you get knocked down. We preach this in every sport we play. It's how many times you got up. He got up. He fought hard. I'm proud of him because we can. everybody can make memes and everybody can say this and everybody can say that. Get your butt in the ring. You get your butt in the ring because it's different, man. When it's just you and another man, your nerve. I mean, it's a different game. I'm proud of what he did. I thought he accounted very well for himself. And in my opinion, he won the fight. He won the first three rounds. Yeah, he got dropped. But if you know boxing, you win the first three rounds. That knockdown, you still win the fight. Uh, but I, I thought he did work very, very well for himself. Have you ever been in the ring in a real fight? 
in a real fight, no, I've sparred plenty of times, but being in the ring, no, I haven't done it in a while. Um, you know me, Doug. The, the, the competitor in me says, oh, I'll do perfectly fine. And Chad is sparred and boxed a lot more recent than I have. And you can – it's just – it's not natural for us because we don't do it on a regular basis. You tell – go tell that guy to cover Chad 10 times in one-on-ones. He's going to lose all 10 reps. All 10. It's a different ball game. We, we athletes and we competitors think, oh, man, I can do this. I'll pick this up quick. But when them uh, punches is coming at your face, Doug, a lot easier said than done. Yeah, everybody, what is it? Everybody has a plan until you get punched, until you get hit in the mouth? Right. Everybody has a plan until you get hit. Chad felt that punch. He's like, oh, okay, I can take this. But what I was he doing? Was he anymore. trying to give him a high five when he knocked him down? What was he doing there? I think he was shocked, Doug. Honestly, I think he was shocked that he got dropped because if you, the buddy hadn't landed a punch on Chad pretty much the whole fight, not not a telling punch. And so I think that it shocked him. But anybody, Chad is not a fighter, man. Chad is a fun-loving dude. For him to get in there and do what he did, kudos to him. I like I talked to him after the fight. He went, "How'd I do, T? Boy, you did well, very well." And so hopefully he doesn't try to make this a, a, a yearly thing or, or a habit, so to speak. But yeah. he did well, man. And I, and I think any athlete that is boxed knows how well he did. T.J. Hushman's out of Up On Game is uh, every Saturday, 10 to 2, Eastern Time, Plexico Burst, LeVar uh, Arrington, and, of course, uh, T.J. Hushman's out of Hush, you the best, man. Talk soon. Hey, man, are you watching softball in the studio? I am watching softball. Everybody I know is watching softball. I actually had some kids. We were watching the Clipper game yesterday in this dude's van, in one of those Sprinter vans, in between games, and the Clipper game's over, and they're like, hey, let's watch that softball. That softball's awesome. Everybody knows watching the softball. Hey, man, your Oklahoma State Cowgirls made a run at it, so I'll give you that. They made a run at it. Kept me up late on a Saturday night. Appreciate appreciate you, Hoosh. Thanks so much. All right, Doug. Take care, man. A coaching legend's going to stick around a while longer find out who and for how much next be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific hey i'm doug gottlieb the podcast is called all ball we usually talk all basketball all the time but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way we talk to coaches we talk to players we tell you stories you download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. 
I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Brad Keselowski is joining us tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. We'll get some picks for you upcoming as well. In the meantime, let's get to the Empire with the Press. The press. Fire. Dan, what do you got, buddy? Doug, we'll start out in college football. Alabama has given Nick Saban a contract extension. In essence, it's a three-year extension for Saban, but his contract now runs through basically the end of February in 2029, so it's the end of the 2028 season. His current base salary and talent fee is $8.425 million. The school says that will increase each year as part of his new deal. Um, that's a lot of money. That's a long time. <laughs> that's my, that's my biggest takeaway. A lot of money and a long time, super, super long time. But I mean, like a lot of this is done for recruiting. That guy is going to, you know, call his shot whenever he wants to retire and sure. earn the right to do so. So you want to, you don't, you don't want anybody to be able to say, Hey, you know, um, Nick Saban's going to hang him up. You're like, no, we got him under contract. He just signed an extension. He's got great energy to do so. But it really is remarkable on how I remember when he got the job, there was a lot of people that said, hey, they'll never be they'll never be good again. And uh, immediately they have been not good. They've been great. Roll Tide. Wisconsin and Notre Dame kept their promise after having their game scheduled for Lambeau Field last season canceled because of the pandemic. Both schools said they would try to reschedule and they will. The game will be made up September 25th in 2026. Now on September 25th of 2021, the Badgers and Fighting Irish are going to be playing at Soldier Field in Chicago. But they will be playing at Lambeau coming up now in a little over five years. Roger that. Which is, is, it's it's nice. I'm glad that these schools are playing each other. Lambeau Field is unique. I get that. I understand that. However, how great would it be to see Notre Dame at Camp Randall or Wisconsin at Notre Dame Stadium. Yep. The uh, neutral field stuff is, I, I think, in rare instances, it's better than just playing a true home-and-home. Home. Yeah. There, there's no question. None. Yeah. Um, that that it's, it's, it's better that way. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But I, 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 think, I think it all depends if it's not a historic venue, right? Historic venue it is, otherwise it is not. So Wisconsin and LSU played years back at Lambeau Field. The first game in that series was actually at uh, what I believe is still NRG Stadium in Houston. So you had one iconic venue in Lambeau Field, and you had the stadium in Houston being the other. Just, yeah, if I, 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 don't, I don't mind the, the Wrigley Field, the Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park stuff that you try to do. I think that stuff's neat, but when you're just playing it in an NFL stadium trying to get – to it, I'm using the air quote neutral site, even though it's not neutral site because your sure. fan base just doesn't have the uh, the luster. All right, some news from the NBA in advance of uh, tonight's playoff games. You know the Lakers aren't playing. The Athletic says that LeBron James and Anthony Davis not likely to take part for Team USA in the Olympics this summer. Instead, using the off season to recover from their injuries. Johnson is out. <laughs> that makes sense, right? It does. It, it it makes sense as, as as much as you want those great players to be there. They've done their time. They supported their country. They're fine. Like, um, we're we're good. Yeah, and and it's not like LeBron needs it for global brand building, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's this Olympics, which are kind of weird. And I and I think because of this Olympics, it's. It's really for the the athletes who may just have a last chance in their sport and never compete in it again, or just those who may just have the one crack at it. To have the professional NBA players, I yeah. I wish they would just go back to the college kids. Sure. 
Why not? It does add a little uh, to it. I, I I will say like even the winter games with the hockey, like to have the, the some of the NHL stars against the other NHL stars was was exciting when you had U.S. against Canada. But basketball may have a different feel. Bucks Nets tonight, game two, seven thirty Eastern I'm time. Just noti- noticed this uh, in their game one matchup. Put it up on Twitter as well, Doug. Bucks just signed a recent deal with Motorola to have uh, their logo on their uniforms. The Nets are also sponsored by Motorola. So you have two teams playing against each other with the same sponsorship logo on their jerseys. And I don't know anybody who has a Motorola phone anymore. <laughs> right? Brooklyn. Milwaukee had uh, the Harley-Davidson sponsorship for the first couple of years of this, but then that went away during the regular season, but now in the playoffs, Motorola. No James Harden tonight. That's at 7.30 Eastern time. Nuggets and Suns at 10 o'clock Eastern. Who do you like? I like the Bucks tonight. I, I really think that they'll even up the series. They got whatever they wanted inside. They just didn't hit anything, and Blake Griffin was out of his mind, and Mike James came off the bench with 12 points. I think that the Bucks will put forth a better effort shooting, and I think that they will even the series. And I'll take the Suns tonight in Game One against the Nuggets. I like the Suns. I kind of like the Nets, and I, I'm I'm with you. I I don't. I we're all going to talk about no Harden, but I don't know if we don't realize how much they miss Dante Divincenzo. Like, sure, yeah, I'm not saying he's the same guy as Harden, but for who they are and how they want to play, he had a big year, and he changed losing him changes them dramatically. Former Broncos tackle Juwan James signed a deal with the Ravens. This was less than a month after he suffered a season-ending Achilles injury. James also filed a $15 million grievance against the Broncos. Broncos cut him and deemed the injury a non-football injury because it occurred away from the team. It voided the $10 million guarantee he had on his contract in 2021. Also, he had $5 million on his deal in 2022, hence him filing that $15 million grievance. With a growing injury. Hmm. Hmm. How does he think he's going to win that? I don't know if it's under the guidance of of you know of, that it was a workout or the the lack of guidance from the union in telling them to stay away. Struggling. This was also filed not on behalf of the players association or uh, of him doing it through them. It was with his own attorney. Mark Garagus was the attorney. Oh, Mark Garagus. How about that one? He went yeah. big. He's, Is he uh, Mark Garagos or what's the what's the woman who she's amazing? She seems Gloria Allred. Oh, uh, Gloria Allred. We if st- Gloria Allred, if you're being sued by somebody, Gloria Allred's their attorney, just like God, I'm broke. <laughs> we had a breakthrough. Re- same thing. We had a breakthrough recently with the Stanley Cup playoffs, allowing the uh, American teams to travel to Canada to face uh, Montreal or Winnipeg, likely Montreal in the playoff series, but. There are still some limitations. The Blue Jays aren't going back to Toronto as of yet. They were scheduled to play in Buffalo through July 4th. That has now been extended through July 21st. So they relocated from Florida to Buffalo at the beginning of the month. Now they'll be playing their home games in Buffalo through July 21st. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Yeah, so tonight you got, what, the Isles and the Bruins? That's a series tied at two? Yeah, and the, the, the Canadian have a chance to eliminate the Jets. Now, are there any people at these games in Canada? The What's it? Say that again, Doug. Sorry. Are there any people at the game in Canada? You know, I think that there were, but I think that they are separated. They are separated. You know, like there's the big tarp and whatnot. <laughs> Ramos is singing Offspring in my head. I have to keep he them was, separated. He was, he was in my ear, too. That's why I didn't hear you right away. Ramos, listen, I love you. I love you. Uh, I'm going to take the Nets and the Suns, the the two home teams tonight. You know, Byers probably right. Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.